Why click anywhere else for Internet Talk Radio? Open a browser and open your mind. You can find all the information at TalkZone.com. Hey, welcome back. Thanks for joining us. You're listening to Mastering Ourselves. Our guest today, Nancy Cajun, who's author of Baby Signing 123. Now, sometimes you get uh, children and the parents are going to have to go to work and you get uh, a babysitter in there. What do you do then? You there? Nancy? Oh, sorry. Hello. Hi. So what do you do when you have a babysitter? Uh, well, if you, I always suggest to parents that they talk to the babysitter and see how they feel about signing. And sometimes people will feel overwhelmed and say, oh, I can't do that. Um, and you can show them how simple it is, and maybe they'll accept it. Um, show them, you know, on the on the internet on our website, there's some video of kids signing. You can suggest them that it'll make their lives easier. And if they just say no, I don't really think I'm going to do it. I just say don't push it with them, but sign with your baby anyway when you're home with them. It'll take your baby longer if you're not with them during the day a lot and signing with them, but they will they will sign. And uh, then often what happens is. Um, once the caregiver sees what it can do, they will jump in and, you know, learn a few signs. And even if you say, you know, all I expect, I just like it if you learn these five signs, you know, milk, more, eat, yeah, bath, yeah. change. Just what know. pertains and, and makes things move pretty easily. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, once you start learning some, you realize how easy it is. Yeah. The American Sign Language signs are very iconic, meaning they're what you'd expect to see. Like food, if you put... Like you're putting food in your mouth, and drink is like you're taking a drink, and bath is like you're scrubbing your chest, like you're in the bathtub. So it's not hard. No, it isn't hard at all. It's very, very simple. Now, what if parents are going to adopt children later in life, you know, like at a year old? Is it too late to get started? No, whether your children are adopted or you just didn't hear about it until now, it's never really too late to start uh, because babies are always new every day. I always say, my baby's a new person every morning. I never know who I'm going to meet. Um, they're always learning and they're always growing. And it's really incredible for parents who adopt because, say, you're adopting a child from Russia or China and they don't mm-hmm. speak English. It's a great bridge language. Oh, wow. Them. Yeah. Yeah. That's and there's pretty a, good. There's a lot of that going on these days. Yeah. Well, and even if you speak two languages in the house, it's great. And at my house, we speak Russian and English because my in-laws live with us, and they only speak Russian. So I taught my in-laws a few signs, and my daughter can understand now in both languages easily, and she hasn't suffered from that language delay that sometimes happens when you have two languages. So it's been fun to watch her be able to understand everything in both languages. And when she gets confused, she'll sign, and we'll clarify, and it's good. It's very, very good. That's great. Do you sign differently with children at different ages? You know, you add more signs in as they get older. Um, with babies, the youngest babies, you're usually only signing one sign for a whole sentence. Do you want some milk? Is one sign. But as they get a little bit older, you can add and you can say, you can sign want and milk. Or you could say, oh, the milk is good. You know, you might want to add descriptors in, hot and cold, to give them more language and more, you know, interest in learning different vocabulary terms. You can add in colors and as they get older even, closer to three years old, you know, and you're introducing the alphabet, you can teach them the manual alphabet, and that will help them to um, to bridge into reading the alphabet and understanding the letters. Letters are iconic, just like sign language is iconic, and so it's a very easy bridge for them to go to. 
But you said they usually don't like to keep doing the sign language once they learn language. Once they, well, it's all language. Once they learn speech, then um, they will often drop the signs that they uh, that they can say. You can always then add in more signs for things that they can't say. And somewhere around three years old, children become interested in language just for language's sake, just for the fun of it. That's why tongue twisters and crazy songs are really fun for three- and four- and five-year-olds hmm. because they're learning about the complexity of language. And so sometimes children will want to pick up sign again just because of the language factor. And so I, when my son was three, I started teaching him the manual alphabet, and he would say to me, Mom, would you spell it in your hand when he started reading? And so I'd spell B-A-D, and then he would spell the same thing with his fingers, and it kind of imprinted it into his brain better. Hmm. And he's a great reader, so it's a, it's a fun thing to do. And actually some schools with children with reading problems will use signing to help them because a lot of children are modal learners where they need to be doing something to learn, yeah. and signing helps them with that. Interesting. You're listening to Mastering Ourselves with Keith and Charmaine Amber, your spiritual lifestyle experts with sound answers to life's tough questions. Thank you for joining us today. Uh, don't forget to catch us Monday through Saturday, 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 p.m. Eastern, right here on CRN. Our guest today, Nancy Cajun, author of Baby Signing, 123. You know, when I'm trying to study something or learn it, you know, I'll think it. And then if I write it, it imprints it deeper. And, you know, of course, if you speak it or sign it, it would imprint it even deeper. That's correct. And then you'd remember it naturally. You don't have to fight for it. You, you got it. You've assimilated it. It's a great tool to learn to keep things in your memory. And I, I think that's one of the reasons why it really helps kids to remember a lot more vocabulary. Mm-hmm. So why do you think it's easier to learn how to sign first rather than talking well, if you look at babies, one of the very first things they can do is move their hands to grab something. Right. And um, and signing itself, or speaking takes so many muscles in your face. You have to be able to move your tongue. You have to be able to move your cheeks. You have to be able to move your jaw. You have to be able to move all those muscles and get them coordinated and moving in these very so awkward positions. But babies are already moving their hands at one, two, three months. So that's Part of it is it's a lot less complex of a process than speaking is. And you're getting their intelligence moving earlier. Yeah, and, and something you had mentioned before, um, there's two parts to learning to speak. There's understanding language, which is understanding that there's a process that happens when you communicate with someone, and then there's the output of it, which is speech or signing you know, or typing or writing or whatever it is. And so signing is one way to put out the language that you understand in your brain. And what we're finding with babies who sign is that they understand a lot more language than we thought they did. And they're processing thoughts in very complex ways that we didn't realize they were processing them because they didn't have any way to tell us that they were processing them. And so now that we're watching children who sign, and they will come out with things like, um, my daughter was outside when she was 12 months old, and she, and she wanted to see something, and I couldn't understand what it was. And finally she signed... She put the signs water and balloon together. And I'm looking around, and there's no water balloons in our yard. But then she pointed to our neighbor, and there was this big blow-up water slide. And I didn't realize that she knew that that was a balloon. Like, she had that in her mind, that she could understand that. Hmm. She put those two signs together, and she got me to go to the next-door neighbor's house. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> so these kids, you know, it's like we're discovering how smart these little noodles are going after it. Yeah. The, these little kids with these little brains are busy all over the place. And, you know, when you read um, some childhood development books, they just say children are just processing on a basic level. and, and Not parent, so. Not Any parent who signs with their kids quickly realizes that their child is, you know, brilliant and is thinking all these things. And so it's fun to watch and get a picture, get a view into what they're thinking about and what interests them. Yes. Yes, how enlightening. Can you use this also with, like, autistic children or Down syndrome children? Yes, it's actually very, um, it's, a, it's a great opportunity for parents um, and therapists to work with children who have special needs. Autism is one that it works with on, on several of the different uh, uh, types of autism and the autistic um, para- or spectrum. There's several, you know, there's some that are very severe right. and it may take a really long time, but some of the, um, some of them work very well. well um, and then Down syndrome, they, there are a lot of schools now for children with Down syndrome that they teach signing from the very beginning. And because it's the muscles in the mouth that are very weak, and that's what's a difficulty for Down syndrome kids is the whole mu- ah, facial muscles. Yeah. And so when they can speak, it's low muscle tone all over and in the face as well. So signing will help them because it's easier for them to move their hands than to make the mouth move the right way. So, yes, um, children, I just talked to a woman yesterday whose um, child has had a tracheotomy since he was born, and I can't believe he's three years old, and I can't believe nobody signed with him before now. Mm. But they got it with a therapist who said, we need to really get him communicating, so let's start signing. You know, incredible things like that you can do with children. I noticed also you had some really good advice uh, that you put you put little two cents worth and ahas and different things throughout the book. And I noticed one of the places you said, you know, oftentimes you hear parents when a child is having whatever emotional outfit, oh, you don't really feel that way or, you know, stop acting like that, stop acting like a baby or whatever that, you know, you're encouraging them to allow them to have that emotion, talk about the emotion, and tell them how to process the emotion instead of trying to pretend it isn't there. So I found that to be really good advice that you had in your book. And do you think a lot of us are adult, as adults are bottled up because as children we couldn't find a way to express what we were feeling? And so we, so we teach our children, when we sign, we teach them the feeling signs as well, happy, sad, Perfect. cry, uh, laugh, you know, yes. all those things. And like my daughter, she was, we were in the grocery store today, and this baby was crying, and she looked at me, and she signed cry. And she knew what that baby was, you know, experiencing. And I was, you know, I said, yes, that baby's crying, and isn't it so nice that that mommy's calming her down? And, you know, and so she could process that and understand and, uh, you know, I, she, she had empathy. Yeah. And she, yeah, it was incredible to watch her process the whole thing and understand that that baby was crying, but it was okay because mommy was there and, you know, so she didn't have to worry about her. And I, and I'm really glad. And sometimes my daughter will come and sign that she's so happy and I'm, I'm glad to know she's happy. You know, she, she'll let me know that and that she has a way to express that she has a, you know, a, a sign for the concept of what she's feeling. It, at, at almost two years old, she can express her feelings. That's such a great opportunity for her. Huh. She'll always be able to say what she, how she's feeling. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. Just great. You know, and let's do emotions healthy, folks. It's yeah. a great idea. So what other cool stories do you have about signing? Well, I have a friend who signed with her son, 
and um, he had severe uh, toothaches whenever he would cut a tooth. And so he would come to his mom, and instead of screaming and crying and the red cheek, you know, the whole big mess, the slobbery nose, and he would come when he would, when it would be painful, and he would come and point to where it hurt, and he would find medicine, and then she would put the Orogel on there, and he would go away happy. And he didn't have a severe reaction, you know, to, to what was going on as he did before they taught him how to get help for the pain that he was feeling. And so that was an incredible, she could relieve his pain, you know, and he was happy and she was happy. They didn't spend the nights up wondering what's going on. Yes. It's a huge blessing. I also notice in your book that you go uh, basically in age groups to yeah. coach parents all the way around how to take care of their children, not just sign the language, but all sorts of different behavior and suggestions. you want to say any more about what you have in your book? Well, one of the reasons why I divided it into ages and stages was because your baby is a different baby at three months and at six months and at nine months. And a lot of books that teach about signing just say, sign with your baby. There you go. And they, you know, they don't tell you, well, your, your six-month-old is going to be interested in these signs, and your 12-month-old is going to be interested in these signs. And so I looked back at all the research that I, that I knew and that I could get my hands on about the development and understanding why their linguistic, physical, emotional, mental development, why in these stages these signs would work and this way would help you to communicate with your baby. So... Kind of along with that, because I am a mom right in the middle of the same process that a mom is reading the book, I would put in tips like, did you know that your baby's supposed to be sleeping 14 to 16 hours a night? Some moms don't know that, you know, right. and that's helpful to them because yes. any of those tips that they can get can reduce the stress. And so I kind of put in all the things that if I, when I was a new mom, I wish somebody had told me this or somebody had told me this. Yep. That was one of the great things that I had learned. Great. Exactly. Give us a, a comparison like a uh, six-month-old and a one-and-a-half-year-old, different signs you would have for different each one. Well, when a baby's six months old, they might be starting solids, but they've been, they're either nursing or having a bottle, so milk is a great sign. Um, they're not really into reading a book yet, but you can kind of introduce the concept of book because you're hopefully reading with them 15 minutes a day. You can show them bath because you'll be giving them a bath. And then one, and then diaper change because, and because that's what you're doing all the time with a six month old, right? Changing their diaper. My husband calls it the eat, feed, and poop stage, <laughs> or the eat, sleep, and poop stage. So you're in that, and then sleep. That's a good one for them. Um, when they get to be 18 months old, they want to go to the park and swing. They want to read the book. They want to eat um, an apple and not a banana. You know, they have, they want to talk to the dog. They have a lot more interest and things that they're processing. And so your vocabulary is much larger. They love animals. Um, they love to look in the books and be able to tell you what they know about in the books. So you find yourself as a parent learning to sign things like giraffe and elephant, which don't seem very useful until you realize like every second book has an elephant in it or a bear or yeah. you know, a dog and you know or a ladybug, and you need to learn those signs. Mm -hmm. So your food vocabulary grows, your um, activity vocabulary grows, and your animal vocabulary grows. That's really good stuff. Now, you do a show yourself, don't you? I do. I do a weekly show called Babies and Moms, Birth and Beyond, and we talk about all the eight things that happen from zero to three and help moms. We have a lot of experts that come on, and uh, just we have a, there's four of us on the show. We have a great time, support each other, and 
share with moms who are out there in the trenches of the zero to three age. So where can people find you on the web to listen? The website you can go to for all the information is Babies and Moms Radio. And that's both plural, B-A-B-I-E-S-A-N-D-M-O-M-S radio.com. And we're also on iTunes. You can look us up there and download us on your your iPod and take us with you to the gym and listen to us while you're huffing and puffing. (laughs) Perfect. Baby Signing 123 by Nancy Cajun. Thank you very, very much for joining us. What a great idea. You did a great job on this book. Thank you so much for having me. It's our pleasure. You take care. Thanks. Thank you. Good stuff. You're listening to Mastering Ourselves with Keith and Charmaine Amber, your spiritual lifestyle experts helping humanity wake up one show at a time. Monday through Saturday, 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 p.m. Eastern, right here on CRN. Don't go away. We'll be right back.